1: With powerful 8,000 PA suction and Mod Master's dual mop pads, it keeps your floor sparkling clean. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards, and Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's eufy.com ycom and discover X10 Pro Omni
0: Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ireland has missed the opportunity to be at the table here yeah. with any of these figures. Yeah. We have got nothing, absolutely nothing, yeah. out of Anchor Chat. Anchorage Chat was a one time opportunity of this century yeah. to go after organized crime, to dismantle these groups. And we missed the boat. I'm Nicola Tallent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. A Europol press conference has heard about the phenomenal ongoing success of the EncroChat investigation, with the release of updated figures showing that more than 6,500 suspects have now been arrested with cash and assets topping €1 billion seized. The success and robust nature of the investigation into the hack has been backed by the highest courts in France, the Netherlands and the UK, the press conference heard, while prisoners convicted on foot of the 120 million messages harvested are currently facing 7,134 years of jail time. So did the Gardaí miss the greatest opportunity in the fight against organised crime this century? Or were decision makers right to remain as an outrider in Europe and simply store the information as intelligence? Today, I'm talking with Niall Donald about EncroChat and about what it says about the future of policing. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Anyway, amazingly, um, you'd swear I knew what was coming here, but this morning, um, as we're just back, there has been an update from Europol on Anchor Chat. Yeah. And uh, I attended on the virtual. If I had have just spent a couple more days where I was, I could have popped up to, well, actually, I think it was in Lille. I don't think it was in The Hague. Um, so this is Euro, Europol and Eurojust sort of... Uh, coming together with mainly the French and the Dutch who ran this operation and there was a couple of points With now. I watched it for the whole hour and a half. I think firstly the figures which we're going to talk about in a yep. minute and I mean they are sensational and secondly I think they wanted to come together again about it to say that any of those challenges have now been um, upheld by their, the state in France and the Netherlands. Yep. So the two countries which sort of Harvested the messages, have robustly defended the um, themselves from. Yeah, I mean, doing I think that I, 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 in a non just manner.
1: Yeah, I think it seems like obviously there's different legal systems, but it seems initially they've successfully got convictions. Those convictions have survived appeals, and then they seem to have gone to superior courts, much the same as in the UK, where. They've got convictions, and those they haven't been thrown out at this point, and they seem to. Was it that they seem to feel confident now that? Oh that,
0: no, I think they yeah. I think that what has happened now is that um, the French Supreme Court and the same equivalent in the Netherlands have both said that the harvesting of this information was in the public interest, yeah. and that it was legal and yeah. it was within the legal framework. So there was a lot of talk about. Going forward with this, you know, perhaps you know, needing new legislation Europe wide or something to do with the yeah, digital. but I mean, it's probably not dissimilar to to I mean, broadly the challenges
1: are along the same lines as the, the Grained Wire um, challenge against Irish mm. laws, which are that these these this information was harvested in an illegal manner, and um, that it was too broad. They took too much. They've obviously taken. Uh, you know, some criminal, some criminal activity. They've probably taken some other um, messages that aren't necessarily related to criminality. And these are the, the these are the appeals that have gone on. But again, not dissimilar to our own, what's happened in our own country, where if you're investigating very serious crimes, the state will allow a degree of breach of privacy. And those seem to have been upheld now at this point.
0: And I mean, when we talk about the amount of material they harvested, yeah, arrested, yeah. Um, now we're going to at the heart of this conversation again, harp back, if that's yeah. what it's sounding like from my point of view <laughs> here at the moment, back to Ireland. Yeah. And where is Ireland with this? Because, um, right. So three years on from Anchor Chat, we are told today that 6,550 suspects have been arrested, amongst whom 197 are high value targets. Yeah. um. 7,134 years of imprisonment so far of convicted criminals. Um, I can't work that one out now, uh, <laughs> what, what the figure would be there. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm sure there's an average. I mean, the suspects arrested, many have been before at the courts, many convicted, they didn't give us what, how many convictions there have. 739 million euro in cash seized. Which is basically approaching a billion, yeah, which is incredible. An incredible yeah. amount of cash. And also, as you pointed out, yeah. doesn't it show how they still yeah, have I mean, cash? Like, I think
1: it was described as liquid cash, which yeah. basically means, uh, you know, notes, notes really, doesn't yeah. it? You yeah. know, obviously, does. they probably seized a degree in in bank accounts. And
0: Is there, is there any cryptocurrency in that? Because it wasn't... No,
1: it doesn't seem to be detailed, mm. but they have been mentioned in in some of the raids. Whether they haven't
0: assessed what that's worth or yeah. included it at this point, but it says simply: cash seized. So, 154 million euro frozen in assets are bank accounts. 30 million pills of chemical drug seized, and that's you know across the board.
1: So these are probably the sort of uh, the new generation of 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 designer drugs stuff like ketamine and other drugs along those lines that we've seen in ireland quite a lot
0: Mm -hmm. 103.5 tons of cocaine 163 tons of cannabis 3.3 tons of heroin we might come back to that because that's so little compared to the other figures we're seeing there um 971 vehicles 271 homes yeah uh 923 weapons and more than 21,000 rounds, rounds of ammunition, along with 68 explosives. And my favorite, yeah. 83 boats and 40 planes seized right, right. as a result of the hack on this phone network. Yeah, um, Just incredible yeah. figures. Absolutely extraordinary. And of course, they are all within the... Um, the Eurojust regions which were included in this investigation. And that was, um, you know, included Spain, Italy, France, the Netherlands, Belgium, the UK, yeah. Ireland. Yeah, but no. Ireland. Yeah. Well, go on. So Ireland, as we've described before, we have been hugely let down in this country with the opportunity that this EncroChat hack gave yeah. law enforcement. To fight organized crime. 197 high value targets. Now they would be top of the tree. They are people running organized crime groups. Yeah, which of course this this hack
1: gave them away into like never before. Yeah. Because again, as I might have said before, these are the people that have their hands off all operations. They're not going to be found in possession of the drugs or the cash. Um, but they obviously have been directing these gangs on encrypted phones, so that's that's why it was so such a big revelation as well, because it allowed them to get at people that could not be gotten at before. And you see someone like Lean Byrne, who's about to be extradited to the UK on the basis of uh, EncroChat messages. Mm. There's no way he would have ever been found, you know, in the in the vicinity of drugs. So this is how they have been able to get these high value targets.
0: And we take our nearest neighbor, the UK, because the NCA were included in this national crime agency, despite the fact they're no longer in Eurojust because they aren't in Europe. Yeah. Um, but given the significance of the country and the north, the PSNI also have been uh, included, they would be seen as NCA, I think, operating in the north. But as our nearest neighbor, when they were getting the information over the course of the hack, um, they prioritized those high value targets, yeah, b- being the, the the ones that sort of the names, I suppose, that really popped out of them as using these these anchor chat phones, the kind of messages. And sorry, before we go on, let me just get the figure for the amount of messages that were actually harvested from this. Is this is the one of the most extraordinary figures of all. One hundred and fifteen million yeah. messages were harvested from this hack. Um, so in in the UK, so what happened was the messages were disseminated, gathered by the French and the Dutch, and then sent on to each relevant country. So they basically sent, however many tens of millions to the UK. The UK, using computers, no doubt, and hardly humans, were able to find the high value targets within that chitter chatter, essentially yeah. the messages, and they targeted them as the first kind of wave of arrests. To, to move in on. Yeah. Some of these investigations started while that mm-hmm. hack was ongoing because it might have been a threat to life or a kidnap or something very urgent that you couldn't allow happen. Yeah. But other stuff was the delivery of drugs and, you know, the organization of purchasing or selling firearms yeah. or whatever. And they were able to sit back and wait until this thing was bust basically until the criminals knew and then start moving in with their evidence on their targets. So the UK moved on the high value targets. Now we know that there were hundreds of EncroChat phones operating in Ireland Mm. and as their nearest neighbour the decision that was made here was to not use and pass on the information. And we know for a fact that John O'Driscoll the Assistant Commissioner then in charge of the Drugs and Organised Crime Bureau has stated that he did not receive any intelligence from crime and security in this country. Yeah. So none of the information made it to his desk.
1: In terms, look, none of the encro chat messages for sure. Yeah. mattered. he got some intelligence or... You know, some intelligence was disseminated through the guards. That's possible as well.
0: No, he said he got he got nothing. He yeah. got no intelligence that was disseminated through the guards yeah. from emanating from Anchor Chat while he was in in yeah. place there. So it didn't go. I mean, I know it's so hard to believe and get your head around. Yeah, but my information, which is rock solid, yeah, and has been has been stood up really by John O'Driscoll's comments, yeah. it didn't get disseminated any further when it reached crime and security division in this country. It didn't go any further.
1: No, but they look, I'm just arguing the devil's advocate. So they'll be building up profiles of people who are connected with people and maybe intelligence and then if a guard in charge of a division asks for some information about some criminal, they might send them some information that they have without saying what the source of it is.
0: You're three years on
1: and it hasn't hasn't got there has anybody ever told you you got this wrong no you have I to- don't have it wrong no i, I don't i have it, do
0: it 100% like- correct i have it 100% correct
1: sure.
0: and i know where it stopped yeah and you know given this the 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 structure of the organisation yeah there's no question but that that had to be signed off by drew harris yeah as the commissioner yeah and you know when you look at that conference today and the people who are there and they're talking. And what they're talking about is the future of policing. Yeah. It's here and now. It was here and now. Well three I think one of the big questions chat
1: happened. to ask would be like, you know, they took this sort of proactive action, didn't they? Where they 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 went in and took an unprecedented step, um you know, where which is really a preventative crime measure to in a way. Yeah. So like presumably at some point they had lawyers in their own country saying, oh, this might not be a good idea. But they obviously pushed on through it and did it anyway. And I do think sometimes in this country, you have this culture it, within the government in particular in Ireland that if you have a lawyer in the, within the state apparatus who tells you, oh, you can't do that, mm. they don't do it. And you have saw that in stuff like there was controversies about hospitals, being owned by the Catholic Church and somebody saying why don't you just do that and they always fall back on, well the lawyers told us we couldn't do it so we didn't do it. But obviously you see in in Anchorage chat where these police forces kind of pushed on through it and and did something that there's no
0: question that this was illegal. I mean if you're getting live yeah information on crimes being yeah. committed in your country you don't yeah. need to go to your lawyers and ask them. Well what the
1: lawyers you do. are always going to tell you. Well that might not be you know that but, I mean, might you, not. You're stand getting
0: live. Hack information over yeah. two months yeah. about crimes that are being committed yeah. about the activities of crime gangs. Yeah, your neighbors in the in the UK are putting in place surveillance operations. They're gathering their their detailed information about high value targets, not just street dealers. Yeah. who are do, who are selling a couple of hundred quid bags of uh, cocaine. You're talking about organized crime, and this is what today's Europol conference was all about. How this was the top level of organized crime, they mm. were getting unprecedented information about it. Why would the police force need to consult with their lawyers? Well,
1: I mean, they like that is what has happened though here. Do you not think so?
0: But there's no suggestion, nobody's told us they consulted with lawyers. I'm not sure they consulted with anyone. I think a decision was made within the crime and security division. Yeah. That in this that sort of old-fashioned attitude they have, that everything is kept to themselves and that they can't pass on any information. And, you know, everything is about tradecraft and we can't tell you that we bug cars because nobody knows that. And they seem to be, to me, living in the past or certainly have been living in this, embedded in the past, in a a place which doesn't belong in modern policing. Ireland has missed the opportunity to be at the table here with any of these figures. We have got nothing absolutely nothing yeah. out of Anchor Chat. Anchor Chat. was a one-time opportunity of this century yeah. to go after organized crime, to dismantle these groups. And we missed the boat because a decision was made that oh, do you know what? That probably wouldn't stand up in court if we used it. Yeah. Now it has been proved in every other territory. It's standing up in court. It's working again and again. Yeah, and not only in the UK in the north of Ireland. Yeah, I mean only a border divides us. Yeah, um, and we have, of course, broadly an you know an
1: equivalent legal system to the UK. Obviously, different laws and everything like that, but we have the same basic mm. structure of the law which we inherited from our colonial past. It's not that different, you know. Precedents in UK courts, of course, often travel into Irish courts as well. So, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a. I think
0: it's an embarrassment. On the national stage, I think it is I really do I think it's 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 shocking and it's shocking that nobody's been called out about it and nobody's talking about it and this has gone on, and here we are with these incredible figures incredible this incredible success story that anchor chat is mm. and we were given all the opportunities that everyone else got, and we did nothing with them.
1: What about the defense then that's been probably put out through briefings that well they've built up this. You know, they probably built up this this port this intelligence on gangs that they never would have had. They've used anchor chat in that way, and that's maybe even smarter than than
0: But know. everyone else has done that as well. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean? It's not a defense to say you did that. You obviously should have been doing that as well. And again, that was part of the narrative at this press conference. Um, you of course would have built up intelligence. That's what the opportunity was. Also, yeah. But should you have not moved in on anybody, not arrested anybody, not uh, seized weapons, not seized drugs, cash, yeah, criminal assets, yeah, you know, taken down high value targets? Should we have not done that in in, in to build up an intelligence that we would have been doing anyway?
1: Yeah, I mean, it look it looks like a uh, this hyper this hyper caution has just not served us well, you know. No. But it it's funny, I suppose the whole the whole thing about how does the, you know, how do we correct what has happened? And that doesn't seem
0: to be likely to happen now. Well, we can't all, it? correct it now. Yeah, I mean, I think we've just missed the boat on this one.
1: Um, like even this week now, uh, or even last week, there was further raids to do with, the, I think it was more to do with the 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 sky hack. Yeah. Um, going on around Europe, some in Bosnia where yeah. obviously some of the Kinahan associates have been based the gangs weren't actually named, but they they came out. there's further arrests still going on on mm. that on that. Is it not possible now for the the Irish police to still act on up on information and arrest people and try and introduce this in court
0: on the intelligence you mean that's there on the well, if they've been messages. given
1: if they've been given these messages, is it too late? they haven't been do you not think so no, but it has gone to someone you think.
0: I don't think it's gone anywhere. I think it's it's come into the central system and it hasn't left it.
1: And that central system could now could it not
0: send it out and try and But three years you know, later, what use is it? I don't know. You know? Three years later. You're 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 on the back foot. Yeah. You couldn't possibly say you're anything else, you know, if you've all these other police forces having dismantled organisations, being you know, there are some investigations as we can see with the Kinahan one. That yeah. is taking years and years and years to come to its conclusion. But by and large I think the high value targets would be the likes of Liam Byrne. Yeah. And, you know, it maybe took three years to bring him home. Yeah. And he's not home yet. Of course he's fighting extradition yeah. or will be, but nonetheless take him as a target. Take Peter Mitchell. Yeah. Peter Fatso Mitchell is a target. He was brought in under Encrochat. Chat. He was based in um Liverpool or was it Wales he was in he, he was, was in Wales, Wales
1: ultimately it was yeah. between Bradford and Wales, I think, but I mean, I suppose there's two real there's a number of real go cases in the north, which you won't go into because yeah, but these are people that have been primarily there's two people, one of them from the west of Ireland and one of them from North Dublin, that are both facing charges in the north to do with the anchor Chat bust yeah, but these people really built their criminal careers in the Republic, and um, the fact that they were operating in the north is probably you know, a lesser part of their criminal careers. These, both of these people are really well known, have appeared before the courts down here before. And the idea then that 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 they were only dealing in the North or only operating in the North is just simply not in any way credible at all.
0: And totally. And I mean, even if, you know, if you look at the Kinnahan organization itself, and we know that it had its own communications network yeah. called Black Mars. Yeah. And... That was something that it bought exclusively for itself. But a lot of and most of its associates as an organization were on Anchor chat phones. Yeah. Um,
1: Is there an estimate about how many people, criminals are using them in Ireland? Hundreds. I mean,
0: hundreds. you're talking hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds are using yeah. them in Ireland. We're using them in Ireland. Hundreds. Yeah. And of course, it's not the guy selling their... And like when we go back to that for a second and those briefings that we believe are happening. Mm. So... The excuse is we used it as intelligence to build up intelligence.
1: Well, I mean, I think the excuse is that, you know, the the Anchor chat told them that there's, you know, they read on the Anchor chat messages, they're storing drugs in this warehouse. And then we went and raided the warehouse on the basis of intelligence and caught the guys with the drugs. They didn't raid any warehouses? Well, you know what I mean, that they used the information they had to catch people red handed, but they didn't introduce the
0: messages as evidence, if you know what I mean. I just, I just, I don't, I don't actually understand or get that at all. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well. Doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't know if it makes because a lot of if, sense. Because if if that was the case, yeah. we'd have seen a huge spike in red-handed <laughs> sort of, <laughs> uh, you know, drug well, busts. I mean, we don't know,
1: like, I mean. You we see can see it. the
0: crime figures. We can see what's going on at this point in time.
1: Yeah.
0: And around that point in time. And there's nothing to suggest that there was this incredible good luck on the side of the Guardian. no. I mean, there was know for a fact that the main uh, senior um, grouping that deal with mm. organized crime did not get any intelligence or any 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 anchor chat files. So we're back to the square one with that. It doesn't make any sense.
1: No, I mean, look, uh, it's not up to me to defend briefings that I never received but mm. I suppose that's the, the suggestion that they're saying that there was say a, you know somebody is transporting money some intelligence wing hears this it doesn't say that it's come from anchor chat and and yeah that's that's
0: waffle that's total and utter yeah you know which mo- a lot of those as we've discussed those sort of Come over here till I tell you what the real story is. Briefings are just waffly and spin. That's just spin. That's that just didn't happen. That just didn't happen. I mean. You know, I'm actually going to send through a list of questions to Europol now. okay. And I'm going to see what reporting they've had from Ireland as regards what has been. figures. I'm going to ask them for a breakdown of figures. From all the countries involved. Yeah. And let's see what we get from Ireland.
1: Yeah yeah i mean let's look and let's see what the you know yeah let's see what we what we got
0: so anyway back to the the um the the conference today 115 million messages now for those techies out there that related to I have the note on this 1.3 terabytes yeah
1: what does that mean nicola i'll give you a few no, minutes now to explain
0: <laughs> what does that mean
1: well, a byte. Is a, a Do you
0: remember? I almost downloaded the internet one day in the <laughs> yeah, office. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm after yeah terabytes. No, I not- almost downloaded Instagram. Was that it? Yeah, you've, you're after yeah
1: you're after downloading Instagram. The so whole thing by accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pressed the wrong button. Terabytes Post. is a lot of stuff. A is lot it? of information. It's yeah, a, it's like a method of store or to. It's a, it's a, degree of storage, you know? Yeah. I mean, I suppose the in, the other interesting bit is, didn't they refer to who was behind the It is network? Like, obviously, the the Anchor Chat was a, like it was a company, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't a, a, a secretive thing. They were operating openly in terms of they had a registered business address and all of that. They sold the, the phones publicly and advertised them. However, they were kind of... Uh, discussing who was behind all of it, because that's less clear, I think, is it? Who was the, the structures of?
0: Well, it's very interesting, actually, that bit of it. Now, they said that the um, server was held in a commercial property in France, in yeah. ruins or something in the north of France. Um, and they, they were able to track that down. But they talk about the people behind Anchorachat as in the, the kind of the structure the company being an organized crime group. And I haven't heard them refer to that before like that in in the past. Uh, Enetcom and other sort of the earlier Phantom Secure, they were actually properly legitimate businessmen behind them with just sort of You know, they both of which have seen convictions in relation to the RICO laws in the U.S., but they were kind of businesses and they didn't have criminal backgrounds, these people. But they're describing Anchor Chat is the actual company behind it as being an organized crime group and having tears. So there was one brains, they call it, called the brains behind Anchor Chat. A a, a journalist from France asked a question. At the end of it was that individual arrested in the Dominican Republic. That question wasn't answered.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Or had that individual been arrested? I think the officials said that they had lifted up to three people, um, or three people in France have been charged with uh, crimes about. In around the Enkrochaf, so they would be mid-ranking management. In yeah, it. they talk about these mid-ranking members being in France and the Netherlands, and they're the ones who deal with the salespeople underneath them. So they would be like the the directors, I presume, yeah. of the company. And there is some CEO up the top of it who hasn't been um, publicly identified publicly identified yet but they are hunting this individual. Now, he's located outside the EU, they said, officially. Yeah. And that's when the journalists then later asked about the Dominican Republic. Um, Because there have been prosecutions after they're in some of these US cases where... Oh, yeah, they've been convicted of yeah. of of,
1: not of of RICO under the RICO laws, which, which are the money laundering. Of, well, it's kind of yeah racketeering laws, mm. as they call it in the US, which is which is basically directing criminal organizations or allowing a criminal organization to operate. Like I thought it was interesting that they said there was six sixty thousand 60,000 users of EncroChat. And um, I mean, what percentage of them were using it for? illicit purposes i mean if you consider that there's 6500 people arrested mm-hmm. i mean you must be talking a good half of the people were No were i used. think
0: they've kind of pretty much said straight out that it's mainly used by Criminal. pretty much majority
1: yeah um, i mean
0: there's a few guys texting
1: their mistresses or whatever but perhaps but i mean they, the, the vast majority of it is for criminality and i suppose that would lead you then to to think that they're you know the people who who, who run this business know what they're doing yeah and we've seen that of course in other uh uh online businesses like in like in, in involving the George the Penguin Mitchell where the people operating these dark websites um have been prosecuted for for mm-hmm. for that that type of organized criminality because really there's very few people have any need for that encrypted of- phones exactly. you know. Um-
0: they talk about the charge, the kind of charges that they're likely to bring or are bringing against the owners of the company AnchorChat, and they're talking about conspiracy to import um, illegal guns drugs, and drugs and, and weapons, drugs, basically money laundering um, and supplying cryptocurrency.
1: I don't know. Yeah, supplying
0: and laundering cryptocurrency because it was amazing that there was no actual mention of a value of cryptocurrency seized. Yeah. And yet, it has to be crypto, mainly, surely, behind transactions made through, in the last few years, surely. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What does that amount of cash look like? 739 million. Like, where do they store that? What currencies is that in? Well, we've seen
1: huge seizures of cash in Ireland, like, haven't we, where, you know, yeah, they're, I mean.
0: 739 million.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really, this is, this is what we see. Escobar stuff. Yeah. And you see it again and again, though, the drugs come in and the cash comes back. Yeah. So it's a two way system,
0: isn't it? I suppose when it's divvied up, you know, among the 650, 558 suspects or whatever, they've got that in different places. But where have they stored that? I don't know. And what do they do with it? Is there a big warehouse somewhere that there's like piled high with cash and you just.
1: Do they put it back? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure it's banked. I mean, I'm not that stupid I no. don't
0: imagine it's in a warehouse, but it is just interesting to think what that might look like. Yeah. Um, so, yes, the press conference today was mainly Eurojust, Europol, the Netherlands and the French. There was a lot of slapping one another on the back, a lot of talk of, you know, the cooperation. I mean, that is a message Europe is trying to put out there. About the level of cooperation between the various uh, territories um, in their fight against organised crime, that's not going to strike terror in criminals, but it's going to make them uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, well, I think you just see that the the European Union and and some other states have really started to get a handle on the fact that it's a multinational business. Um, but it's just it's like you see if if you read all these reports from around. You know, these organizations in South America, they're just always emphasizing how important Europe has become, haven't they, as as financially to the the cartels and the production of cocaine Mm -hmm. as a marketplace. And you just see now that the European police forces have really started to get on top of what was an incredible boom time in
0: Europe for cocaine. They talked about one sort of a couple of the new elements of what they discovered from this hack and how mm. basically this hack gave them a window into what the criminal underworld is like, yeah. you know, in recent years, as in yeah. what yeah. it had become. They said that before that they were li- literally operating on kind of old intelligence, I suppose. They were basically
1: a, human intelligence. Human
0: intelligence. Yeah, yeah. They were a step behind the criminals, I suppose, and um, There was 1 million photos and videos on this 1.3 terabytes, by the way. But what I thought was interesting, two things. Firstly, that they put a figure on the amount of assassinations they had stopped in their tracks about to happen. Now, that's over those countries that they didn't detail which countries they were due to happen Mm. in or anything about them. But we're talking about, I think there's about nine or 12 countries uh, who were included in this, including Ireland. So out of them, there's 100 assassinations or kidnappings that you know, could have resulted in the threat or the end of a life. Yeah. They, said they intervened in that many of them over the time. They wouldn't describe exactly how many hit men were arrested as part of this thing. But what they did say was that they had detected what something new, which was organized crime groups who they described as supplying crime as a service. So in other words, there was they had discovered that there were these organized crime groups in existence that were literally uh, offering a service of extortion or else there was groups that were offering to just to kill. So you could basically, instead of having to have your own hitman, they've actually farmed it out in the same way businesses bring in people on contracts now. They don't want to staff people up. So they outsource it. The criminal underworld is outsourcing murder, kidnapping, torture yeah um obviously, we saw that torture chamber in the Netherlands, but it appears that there was quite a few of these things, and they actually said that it was pretty much too distressing to discuss, yeah, a lot of what they had discovered. but um you were mentioning about that grouping in Spain yeah, there was a grouping in
1: Spain uh, earlier uh, this year they were arrested Um, they were suspects as well in the shooting of an irishman in 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 the Malaga area but what they what the Spanish police described them as is these the people were arrested There were a number of UK nationals they were based in Spain they were guns for hire they weren't affiliated with any group in particular they just traveled around the south of Spain carrying out hits and shootings um, and that what they as they described it because of the fact that they're not See, they're not part of a gang that is being monitored, that everybody knows within that gang knows what they're doing, that these people are very hard to detect because they literally just get a payment, do something and move along. Um, And they were extremely, they they had pictures of them being raided, the amount of weapons taken off was quite shocking. And I suppose that's, we saw even a, a sense of that, even in the Barry Young trial where you have these non-affiliated criminals were being brought in by Barry Young's gang to extort money from people. Mm. And it just makes the whole policing of it a lot harder. If you think back to where if you look at, say, the fat Freddie Thompson gang and in, you know, every the police knew exactly who was there and exactly who was suspected of doing what but if they can just text somebody on an encrypted phone that has no particular connection with the area who can come in and out and not be recognized even by criminals in the area like you can see how it's much much harder to police but that's obviously what they're referring to these Mm. kind of and that's what happens of course in the digital world you get people Develop specialities because they can and they can it's be just accessed. evolving,
0: isn't it? In the it's same way as the rest of the world, and Imre Arrakis, of course, is part of a big grouping yeah. of Eastern European yeah. hitmen for hire. I think they were based in around the exactly, coast and they of Spain. were brought
1: they were brought into to, to carry out hits in countries. Obviously, that that Imre Arrakis, uh broader organisation was suspected of carrying out one of the the famous murders in in the UK, wasn't it? Of of of, of Goldfinger. John Palmer, John Goldfinger Palmer, Palmer yeah. yeah. Who, like, he obviously uh, wasn't convicted of that in Maria Arrakis, but that was being mentioned as a...
0: He as was a certainly suspect. a suspect in, in the way that he had sort of got so up close and personal with the victim because he had gone right up to the wall of his yeah. home and he had found a place he... Whoever the hitman yeah. or woman was had yeah. found a place that was the only place not covered with cameras. Yeah. And had literally been able to be almost breathing down his neck when he killed him. And that's yeah. what Arrakis yeah. tended to like to do. Yeah. Um, almost touch his victim before he killed him, you know.
1: Yeah, but there was even though Arrakis was mentioned as a suspect, there was no sense that he knew Palmer or had any business dealings with mm. him as such. So yeah, you can see you can see the value of that. And of course, even if you go back to the days of of George the Penguin Mitchell. Wasn't was members of his crew being flown into UK to carry out hits back in the day? Mm. So and they were being flown in uh, to UK because people wouldn't know them and they get in and out. And we saw that again even in in during the feud, we had David Hunter who was flown in from yeah. the UK and shot Michael Barr in the Sunset House. He had never. Nobody. He was literally a gun for hire and was brought in because he could come in. And it out. kind of makes
0: total sense when you talk about it like that. It's yeah. like as if um, you know the staffed up hitman is yeah. a thing of the past.
1: Yeah, it is a thing of the past because of the fact that you're going to have the gossip in the local area And because of the have, flights
0: and the yeah you know, and the facial to, recognition yeah, and, and airports and everything. See
1: people are going out. Oh, there's yeah your man walking down. I saw him and yeah
0: you know it's extraordinary. Um, you know it's in the same way that certain um, jobs in the ordinary world. Yeah. Become almost defunct and, and they yeah. become you know you can hire somebody in. Well, it does, I it mean for,
1: this is the digital economy allows increased
0: specialisation yeah. and that's what they say. Yeah. So. Well, look we'll um, we will uh, come back to Anchor Chat again. I'll put in those questions to your policy and see if I can get a breakdown of. Give them all, give, all, them all the, kick in, give them another kicking in the yeah. future. Yeah well maybe I suppose I could I mean Drew Harris would be always welcome in here to out. Talk about it if no you doubt. wanted to. And anybody else that uh, wanted to talk about it can do. But uh, in the meantime, look, the, the facts are in front of us, the figures are there. And the, the, the truth is that unfortunately, Ireland has missed one of the greatest opportunities in fighting organised crime in decades. Certainly, the numbers speak for themselves. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from SundayWorld.com, produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free Sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe.